isn't flattering you at all. We're all busy planting the fields. No one saw anyone come by, that ox said. If that's the case, Pei Ming said, and made a step forward. Immediately, all the farmers raised their pickaxes, shouting, Trampled! He trampled it! Pei Ming frowned and asked, Trampled what? He trampled the crops that they so painstakingly planted. You best apologize, that ox said. Pei Ming looked down and said patiently, If I'm not mistaken, those are just some weeds, no? That ox looked at him puzzled. A belligerent general like you, what would you know? He asked. Wouldn't those of us who plant the fields know better than you, whether it's weeds or crops? Although Shilian could already tell that the people of Yusha country were purposely picking on Pei Ming, he too couldn't help but wonder whether those were actually crops or grass. Pei Ming was the esteemed martial guard of the North. Why would he apologize to a bunch of farmers for such a petty reason? He ignored them directly and took a few more steps, raising his voice and shouting, Ching Xuan, come out. Your brother is going through his heavenly calamity right now, and things aren't looking good. Something bad is going to happen. Shi Chingchuan had planned on hiding in the cottage at first, since Pei Ming wouldn't dare break in. Yet when he heard, he instantly opened the door and charged out. What? he asked. Pei Ming gave that ox a look. I knew you'd come running here, he said. Shi Chingchuan was startled, but immediately snapped out of it, jumping back a step. You, you can't fool me. How can it have come so fast? That's too sudden. I thought it'd be at least another few months, he said. Yet earlier, at the heavenly court, the watermaster did indeed leave in a hurry, like he was needed to take care of something important. Shi Qingshan immediately brought two fingers to touch his temple. That was a hand seal for connecting to the spiritual communication array. However, it was only when he raised his hand did he remember that he had lost his powers. No time to be depressed. He immediately grabbed onto Shilian. Your Highness, help me ask. Is it true? He said. Shilian and Ming Yi both entered the spiritual communication array. And sure enough, it was already as chaotic as a pot of stew. Exceedingly worrisome. Most of the heavenly officials seemed to be overlooking the East Sea, muttering, My heavens, this battle starts, as expected of the water tyrant. But, but will this pass successfully? The stronger the spiritual power, the more heavenly calamities a heavenly official passed, the more perilous the next heavenly calamity. Shawudu monopolized the waters, dominated the path of wealth, and this was also his third heavenly calamity. How this trial would be was easy to imagine. It's true, Xianian confirmed. That ox was still blocking the path, and Pei Ming couldn't force himself through, so he called out from afar. You're not a little child anymore. Who would lie to you about something like this? Passing a heavenly calamity isn't like planning a dinner, you know? You think there's time for you to change into new robes before it happens? It comes as it wills, without warning. He's currently above the East Sea, and the waves are surging. No one can enter 
and no one can get out. He was just battling the waves when someone reported that you ran away. So how can he possibly focus on passing his trial? Then why don't you hurry and tell him that I'm at Yisha country, Shi Qingshan responded. Shilin listened to the direct relay of the situation in the communication array and said, It's no use. The entire area where Lord Watermaster is passing through the trial is enveloped with a layer of wild spiritual power. He's probably in disarray right now. No one can reach him. Shi Qingshan charged out. Take me to him, he said. Li Ming extended his hand. Come, he responded. However, Ming Yi suddenly flashed over, blocking Shi Qingshan's way, his expression dark. Ming Xiong, what is it? Shi Qingshan asked. Ming Yi remained solemnly silent, but Xie Lian could guess what he was thinking and why he had to stop Shi Qingshan. Was it really the right thing to do to help Shi Wudu pass his heavenly calamity? If the changing of fates was true, then the water master must receive punishment of equal gravity. Then, was it really appropriate to help him level up before looking into his due culpability? That he could guess this was also because Shilin himself was pondering the same question. Shi Qingchun hesitated for a moment, but in the end, he exhaled a long breath. Ming Xiong, he said, I thank you. But no matter what, that's still... I'm still worried, so let's just worry about passing this trial first. Then he rushed to Pei Ming's side and turned his head back and said, Thank you, Your Highness. Thank you, Lord Rainmaster. Thank you, Ox. Thanks, everyone. I'll repay this one day. Then the two hurried away. Ming Yi stayed where he was for a moment before following after them. Shilin watched their retreating backs but didn't move. Hua Chang stepped out of the cottage leisurely. Gurga's not going, he asked. After some thought, Shilin still shook his head. He said slowly, This affair is beyond me. I can't help. Let's just see how they'll solve this themselves first. Shi Qingxuan stood in the middle of it all, yet he still couldn't come around to realize what he should do. So Shilin was also feeling a little awkward. Although Shilian could understand why Shiwudu did what he did, Shilian still didn't agree with the method he employed. The ideal conclusion would be for Shiwudu to admit the crimes himself and go forward to receive punishment. Ming Yi probably also wanted the same thing, which is why he stopped Shuqingshuan. However, based on the Watermaster's proud, domineering arrogance, that was most likely impossible. Having sat in such a high position for so many years, no one would want to come down willingly. If this was anyone else, Shirin would probably report this affair to the heavenly court immediately. But when he remembered the Windmaster's warm-hearted friendship while his older brother was facing a dire situation, Shirin couldn't turn his back on Chuchingshuan and kick a person when they're already down, uncaring for past affections. Thus, the only thing he could do was to sit back and watch how they would take care of this themselves. However, if what they should end up doing was untoward, having thought on this point, he turned to Hua Chang 
with a bitter smile. Sunlung, he said. Your advice from before was probably right. He sighed. This whole thing. Hua Chang smiled and was about to speak when Xiaolian's expression suddenly changed. Within the spiritual communication array, Himling Wen's voice. What? Hundreds of fishermen's boats got dragged in? It had to be right now. Xiaolian was instantly taken aback and responded anxiously. Fishermen? Dragged in where? The East Sea? If it was said earlier that the communication was as chaotic as a pot of stew, then the stew had just toppled onto the ground and fed the dogs. There was no break in Lingwen's responses and her voice was still considered collected. Excuse me, which martial god is on duty? All pay? Fei Ming was in the communication array and responded. Don't worry, I've got Ching Shuan with me and we're rushing over. Your earth master is here too. You just figure out exactly how many people got pulled into the storm so we can bring them all back. We'll try not to lose a single one. Then thanks for your trouble, Ling Wen said. Lord Watermaster blew out and magnified the spiritual arena, allowing no one to enter the perimeter of his trial. Any heavenly officials from the middle court would definitely be blown to smithereens if they tried to go. The heavenly officials from the upper court can maybe try and break through the barrier. The number of people pulled in is probably over 200. So just you two might not be enough. We'll need another martial guard. Which highness is present right now? General Nanyang? General Xuanzhen? Someone responded. Weren't those two generals placed in confinement for destroying the heavenly court? They won't be able to heed the call. Then where is Taihua? Lingwen asked. Has His Highness Taihua returned? No, he's been out, came the response. Chi Ying, she asked. Who knows where he ran off to? He always blocks every communication and listens to no one. My lord, you already know this. Other than those few, there weren't any other martial gods that were worth the dime. Although anxious, Shilin still couldn't help but feel a little woeful. Was the aura of his scrap-collecting godhood so strong that everyone forgot that he came from a martial god background? He responded hastily, Me, I'm present. Let me go. It's just rescuing the fishermen in the East Sea, right? Your Highness, the winds and waves of the East Sea are raging right now. Your spiritual power only works at times. What if... It's nothing, Shelian said. I fished in all four seas, and never once was it not storming. I've often drifted on the sea for over half a month at a time, so I'm very used to it. All the officials couldn't help but wonder. You've done that too? Just what else have you done? The situation was dire and didn't allow room for more thought. So Lingwen acquiesced. Very well, then thank you for the trouble. General Pei, coordinate yourself. Very good, Pei Ming responded. Shilin closed the communication array down and turned to Hua Chang. Sunlang, over at the East Sea, he said. Unexpectedly, the moment he turned his head, he saw that Hua Chang had already changed 
into a refreshing fisherman's disguise. He tossed up the dice and caught them as they fell. His other hand was on the door, and he said straightforwardly, Let's go. Shillian was taken aback, but soon smiled and replied, All right, and followed. When the door opened, what appeared wasn't the interior of a cottage, but the expanse of a gloomy seashore. The two emerged from a small fisherman's shed on the beach. That little shed was the most used connection point with the distance shortening array on the East Sea. Beyond the beach was the boundless sea that stretched to the ends of the horizon. The beach was grey, not because the sand was grey, but because the skies were grey and the sea was also grey. Gloom pressed down, black clouds rolled, the malaise was oppressing and suffocating. From time to time, a giant wave would surge in the distant sea, like a magnificent fortress wall rising from flat ground, and it would soon collapse. There were also water pillars like dragons, roaring into the sky like a tornado, crashing and wild. They too would collapse once risen. Lightning crawled chillingly across the skies, twisted and savage. There was a large, brand new ship berthed by the beach. There was nowhere to perch upon the sea, and should they float in the air, they might just get struck by lightning. So they needed to be a boat. Naturally, the ship wasn't an ordinary ship. Shi Qingxuan, Pei Ming, and Ming Yi were already on the ship, and the moment they saw Hua Chang and Xilin exit, the fisherman shed, Pei Ming called out, Your Highness. Shi Qingxuan only sighed and said, Your Highness, sorry for the trouble, I truly am. Xilin boarded the ship and said, Duty calls, how's the ship? Pei Ming noticed Hua Chang behind him, who had his arms crossed, looking quite at ease. He warned, Those unrelated must leave, this tempest isn't a joke. Hua Chang right now was dressed in plain, patch clothes, yet it still couldn't hide away his handsome intelligence, appearing like a good-looking little fisherman. He laughed and said, I'm not anyone unrelated. I'm only following my highness. Xilin said too, He's from my palace. However, Piming already flashed his sword, unrelenting and determined. Stand down, he said. Shilin hadn't responded, but Hua Chang already answered with an abnormal determination. No, I must go with you this time. Both sides were only in a stalemate for a moment, but Qingxuan was impatient and turned to Pei Ming. General Pei, this man is fine. Let's just go. During their exchange, a frightening lightning struck down violently from the ends of the skies upon the surface of the sea. The lightning current coursed through the waters and crackled outward, turning the sea into an aqua colour, like a giant heart suddenly started pulsating and breathing. The sight was impressive, but at the same time, terrifying. Heming didn't want to wait any longer and shouted, Start! The ship gave a violent shake, and with the rumbling sounds of a shaft turning, the ship started steering itself without any manual control. It left the beach, diving deep into the sea with great speed, 
Amidst flashing lightning and roaring thunder, the ship opened a path between crashing waves. The storm might be big, but Shilian, Hua Chang, Pei Ming, and Ming Yi all stood steadily. It was only with Ming Yi's support that Shi Qingxuan hadn't fallen over. It's tolerable right now, but how things will be after is hard to say, Pei Ming said. The ship was already going at an extremely fast pace, hotting the waves in large splashes. Yet Shi Qingxuan still asked, Can't this go any faster? Running the ship went spiritual power. This is already the fastest it can go, Pei Ming replied. Shi Qingxuan clenched his right fist. That hand he still held the windmaster fan. With but one swing, it could have provided a tailwind, making the ship go at least four times faster. Yet now, the hand was empty, and he couldn't help but exhale a long sigh. Just then, Ho Chang tapped Shilian lightly, speaking in a low voice. Go, go. Shilian whipped around, and his eyes widened. Upon the sea, about 30 meters out, there was a small fishing boat whirling in the waves. There seemed to be a few figures crying for help, but their cries were all swallowed by the waves. The fisherman in distress. This was the reason he was here. Roya flew out, wrapped those fishermen around the waist, and pulled them up. When those fishermen's feet reached the platform of the ship, their legs almost gave out. However, Fuming immediately opened the door of one of the cabins and threw them in. When those fishermen opened the door again, they would find themselves back on the shore. Just as Hua Chang and Shilin fished up 30 to 40 fishermen, the ship was also staggeringly reaching the centre of the tempest. At that very moment, there were plenty of heavenly officials overlooking this horrifying scene from afar, and there were surely many mortals who were in awe of the power of heaven. The lightning striking at the ship was increasing. This lightning was attracted to spiritual power and would pursue and strike at those with strong spiritual power. This was why one should stay far, far away when another was passing through the heavenly calamity, lest they fall victim. Right now, Shi Qingxuan was mortal. Xilin's spiritual power was only enough for him to communicate through the array, and Hua Chang had no need to use his power so they were tucked away nicely. Thus, that lightning was focused on greeting Pei Ming alone. Many times, he struck the lightning back bluntly with his sword, his blade easy. Such a show of skill, Xuelian was quite impressed. If this was a heavenly official from the middle court, not only would they be running away with lightning at their tails, they wouldn't be able to strike back either, which is why they couldn't be permitted to come. After crossing through the barrier, soon after, Shi Qingxuan suddenly yelled, Go! Shilin whipped his head up, and sure enough, amid seven or eight roaring water dragon pillars, he saw Shirudu hanging in the skies, with his white robes fluttering, and his hands in the formation of a battle hand seal. Although his figure was still oppressing above the waves, he seemed to be unfocused, his imposing powers unsteady. Those frenzied water dragons would seize every chance to get closer time and time again, waiting for the opportune moment to devour him whole. And each time, he only just dodged 
by a breath. The ship was miles away from him. If the wind monster fan was still usable, then Shi Qingxuan could have pushed the waves down by a notch. In his current mortal body, even his voice couldn't reach very far, and he could only watch in distress. The moment Pei Ming spoke, his voice was broadcasted powerfully and widely. Water Master Xiong, Qingxuan, is found. Just as the words left his lips, Shu Du opened his eyes. At the same time, another giant wave surged to the skies and crashed back down. The ship was thrown high into mid-air, but it didn't keep up with the speed of the collapsing waters. It hung in the air for a brief second before falling rapidly. Shilin used the thousand-pound spell to steady his form and grabbed tightly onto Hua Chang's hand. Watch out, he said. It was a funny feeling. Hua Chang was clearly taller than him, and it took him no effort to hold Shilin up with one hand. Yet Shilin always felt that he was as light as a feather, like if he didn't pay attention, Hua Chang would disappear. So Shilin's grasp was firm and tight. Hua Chang, too, touched his hand back at the same time. On the other side, Hei Ming called out, Water Master Xiong, focus. If you don't push the waves down, your little brother will drown before your eyes. Shi Wudu saw the ship in the distance and heard his words. Gloom flashed on his face and his hand seal suddenly changed, erupting a spiritual barrier from around him. The water dragons that had been encircling him were suddenly struck, exploding into a deluge, crashing down soundly into the water. The raindrops were like rocks, banging against the deck, smashing against bodies painfully. However, after this was over, the storm had also slowed down and calmed somewhat. Shibudu slowly descended and landed on the ship. Everyone was already drenched from head to toe like drowned dogs. Shi Chungshan wiped his face and mumbled with trepidation. Go. Shibudu's face was still dark and he strode over in large steps. I told you to stay put, he said, but you had to go and run around. If I died from anger, would you be happy then? Shu Qingshan really didn't know what to say to that. When he couldn't see his brother, he'd worry. But now that he'd seen him, he'd remember the whole business. Something in his heart just couldn't accept it. He sighed and said, I'm only just, I... But in the end, he scratched his head, sighed again, and said, As long as you've passed your trial, that's all that matters. I still think. Shi Wudu cut him off. Who said, my trial is over? Shi Qingxuan was taken aback. Wasn't that it? he asked. With his hands, Pei used all that water to slick back his hair. Don't be happy too soon, he said. This is your brother's third heavenly calamity. It's not going to be that easy. It'll take at least seven days and seven nights. Just now was nothing more than the opening act. Truth be told, even if it was the first heavenly calamity, it wouldn't be that easy either. Thinking back, the heavenly calamity that Shi Qingxuan passed was greatly discounted compared to everyone else's. He must have come to that conclusion and his face grew glum. Shailin was still concerned with the goal of this journey and asked in the spiritual community.
communication array. Lingwen, we've entered the area where Lord Watermaster is passing his heavenly calamity. Can you point us to where the fishermen who have been dragged into the storm are? Please wait a moment, Lingwen replied. After a while, she said, This is troublesome. There are 261 fishermen who have been pulled into the perimeters of the heavenly calamity today, and they're scattered all over the place. She didn't say much more before her voice broke up, and Jalen couldn't really hear her anymore. What's wrong? he asked. Lingwen? He thought that perhaps his powers were used up again, yet when he looked up and saw Pei Ming's face, it was obvious that he was experiencing the same thing. The group hadn't had time to talk when Shirlian saw, not far away, on the surface of the sea, more broken little boats. Maybe the aftershocks of the opening round were too great and affected spiritual communication. It might get better in a bit. Lingwen said that there are 261 fishermen who have been scattered by the waves. Let's just save as many as we can, he said. Naturally, no one objected. Piming spoke up. Watermaster Shang, why don't you go inside and rest for a bit? The trial has only just started. Who knows when more rounds will come. You're pretty unlucky this time to have involved so many mortals. Shavudu seemed to be somewhat tired indeed. He inclined his head, pushed open the door of another cabin and went inside to meditate. Shuqingxuan seemed to want to say something serious to him, but since the heavenly calamity wasn't over, it wasn't the right time to speak. He could only swallow his words and unhappily go to the side with Mingyi. However, Shiwudu opened his eyes again and said sharply, Don't go running around. Come and sit right here. And so, Shuqingxuan could only kneel down next to Shiwudu. After more than half a day, and as the night deepened, the ship floated to a deeper part of the East Sea. Although the spiritual communication was still broken, working at times and not at others, it could still be used tentatively. In that time, Shenan and company had already rescued over 200 fishermen. Those fishermen had gone to sea and fish as always, but who knew such stormy winds and waves would surge so suddenly and it pulled them too far into the water. If they were by themselves, there would have been no way that they could drift back. If they should float about for several days and nights, they might very well all die from starvation or dehydration, dried under the sun into desiccated corpses. To suddenly be saved, it was truly to find hope at the brink of death, and they were all overjoyed. To just drift in the sea like this, who knew how many days and nights it would be before all the fishermen could be rescued? And who knew when Shavudu's third heavenly calamity would officially start? There could be danger at a moment's notice. In such a situation, Piming still acted the same. In the evening, when they rescued a few fishermen women, so scared their eyes were blurry from tears, he held them in his embrace and soothed them with a gentle voice, a true show of honeyed romance, affectionate and charming. It was only after he charmed the girls that he sent them off to the cabin, and those girls were all reluctant to leave, 
hoping that when they opened the door once more, he would still be there. Shuwudu had been meditating for a while, his strength restored and his face looking much better. He opened his eyes and said, Don't you have high standards? Although the fisherman women were at the peak of their youth, they were still only average, indeed nowhere close to the kind of targets Pei Ming usually hunted for. However, after having embraced women, his face was glowing and he rubbed his chin, laughing. After rescuing so many scraggly bearded old fisherman masters, one after the other, any woman looks delectable in comparison, he said. Hearing this, but Shu Qingshan and Ming Yi didn't want to look at him anymore. Shilin shook his head, actually finding it rather funny. He and Hua Chang went to the side and sat down next to each other. A moment later, he suddenly felt emptiness in his stomach. Everyone else on the ship didn't need to eat. Although Shu Qingshuan was immortal right now, Shilin suspected that Shu Wudu must have given him some sort of holy pill, the kind that can fill his stomach for a few days. So even now, Shu Qingshuan didn't show any sign of hunger. The ship wasn't one built in the mortal realm, so it certainly wouldn't have rations stowed. Shilin was about to get up and go catch a couple of fish in the sea, when next to him, Ho Chang passed over something. Shilin looked down, and it was a snow-white and soft, steamed bun. He sat back down and whispered, Thank you, Sun Lang. Ho Chang whispered back too, Take this for now, Goko. It'll get better soon. The steamed bun was still split in half, and the two sat together, munching slowly. On the other end of the ship, Hu Ming heard them whispering to each other and slicked his hair up again. Have you two made some discoveries? he asked. Why don't you leave your little world and tell the rest of us? Shilin was about to say something to put him off, when suddenly he frowned. Don't you all think that there's something off? he asked. Ming Yi also frowned and looked up. Yes, he said. Shilin rose to his feet and said, The ship seems to be going much slower. Is it running out of power? How can that be? Heming said. The amount of spiritual power stored in the ship should allow it to run for two more days at sea. Shilin approached the side of the ship, his hands on the railing. But I still think that the ship suddenly got heavier, he said. He abruptly stopped talking mid-sentence. Shurudu and the others all gathered to the side of the ship. What is it? they asked. No need to ask. It was easy to see just by looking. Despite the darkened sky, it was still faintly visible that the draft of the ship's hull was suddenly abnormal, much higher than before. And the waterline was still climbing. Shilin immediately said, Is the bottom of the ship leaking? Did we hit a shoal, or is there something in the water that chiseled a hole? That's impossible, Heming exclaimed. How would we not notice if we hit shoals? The ship isn't a typical ship either. Nothing normal should be able to chisel through, unless... It was like he suddenly thought of something and choked. Unless what? 
Mingyi asked. Oh no, Heiming said. What? Oh no, Shichengshan demanded. Heiming looked around and said, When ships enter the lair of demons, they shall sink. We've drifted to the Blackwater Demon Lair.